Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Alyssa Explains It All. I hope you all are having a wonderful start and middle, I don't know, part of your day. We have a really fun episode. We always have fun episodes, but I was very excited about this one like I am for all of my other... I need to think of a new way to describe my feelings because it just feels like it's it's just all excited. But I am. I'm a very excitable person. Today, we have Jack on the podcast today. His social handles are Lil Chomp. We'll have them in the description. But you might have seen him before on TikTok. He makes all of these really funny videos about his job working at a sex shop and the people that he works with that are wonderful and lots of other just very funny um, content that he posts there. He has a lot of really great projects coming up and he is so sweet and you're going to love him. I don't want to make this too long. That would be a faux pas. That's an inside joke. You'll understand if you get to the end of the episode. I think that's all that I have to say. Just enjoy the episode. It's great. Oh, God, I don't know how to end this. Okay, love you. Bye. I always miss Matt the second he leaves. He's the best. Were you guys chatting for a while? Yeah, we started talking. I asked him about a horror movie. Oh, which one? Uh, Speak No Evil. Oh, what is that one about? It's like a Dutch movie or something like that. Um, and it's about like this couple that like starts like double dating with this other couple that they meet on vacation. I'm going to open this up in a tab. So I remember to look at it later. Look, did, you, it's... did you watch it? Yeah. So I've seen, I watched it forever ago. Me and okay. me and Izzy, my girlfriend are like always, you know, going through TikTok trying to find a new horror movie recommendation. And we've gone through them all and people mm -hmm. say amazing things about speak no evil. And I thought it was such hot garbage. Really? Why? Was... What, what version of hot garbage? It's just like, it's just like, you're just kind of uncomfortable the whole time, but not uncomfortable enough to be like, oh, this is a horror. It's like, it's not a horror movie. It's just kind of like a slice of life drama about a couple that's kind of an asshole. That's and then, lame. And then the horror happens at the end and you're like, I had to wait so long <laughs> for that. Yeah, no, that's not fun at all. You don't need, like, I understand, um, suspense being a very helpful tool but not when the entire thing is literally just a drama and people are expecting it to be horror that's garbage yeah i feel like all the like the the payoff and the putting together the actual situation at the end i'm like half of this you could have spaced out through the movie and kept me interested it, yeah it's giving could have been an email yeah a little yeah. bit um well 
<laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here because I'm a big fan of your TikTok. It makes me laugh very much. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if Matt had said anything before, but I went on to a Netflix show actually with my vulva pillow and then was a um I was like Miss Vulva Vagina on that on the, show. On the, on the circle. Yes. Yeah. And so now we do all of our like sex education and fun sex stuff. And it's been a really good time. And so watching your TikToks from the sex shop crack me up. And I will give background to anybody who's listening and doesn't know who Jack is. Um, he creates all well, you have a lot of different kinds of TikToks that you make, but the ones that I found you from were telling stories about your job at the yeah. sex shop. Yeah. So when did you decide that this was going to be your, your TikTok legacy? I, gosh, what was the first? Cause I started, like, I didn't post on TikTok at all. Like I posted a song that I wrote and I got like nine nice comments nice. and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to chase that high. <laughs> I'm going to chase that for a little while. Yeah. Um, and so I, for a while, like when I first started posting, all I posted was music and I'm not a musician. I'm not mm -hmm. trying to be a musician, but that's what I did. And then the first, gosh, I don't know what the first video was. Probably just a, a some sort of customer interaction or yeah. a story. And then I, I had a TikTok for the, sh for the store for a mm -hmm. while, um, but that account got post banned uh because it was all like the it was all like little funny stuff and then like educational stuff go, kind of yeah. going through our different products um and then that account got banned from posting so i couldn't do it anymore but a couple of those videos did well and then some people like went to my personal account and followed right. me there right wow that's cool so what like what made you apply to the job and are you is this like is sex something that you're interested in i mean aside from like personal I'm passionate about it probably because I work there. Mm -hmm. I was before the pandemic, I was working at a gay bar in the city uh, mm -hmm. in San Francisco with my older brother. And it was just the commute was killing me. And I was going to my job like as a customer because mm -hmm. um, they sell like vape stuff. And I was vaping, you know, mm -hmm. quitting nicotine. Uh, I mean, quitting cigarettes. And I just I liked all the employees there. And I ended up applying just because i was like i would love to pick up some shifts here where i don't have to commute 45 minutes into the castro yeah and they hired me then and then i moved to jersey uh like three days before the pandemic like i moved oh, to I, I moved to new jersey three days later covid lockdown happens and Shit. i like just in a 10-year window i picked the worst possible weekend to move across country i did exactly that but from new york to la i moved there march 1st and the whole city shut down march 10th and i was like yeah. sick okay we probably could have high-fived and the plans going around. yeah <laughs> exactly but so why did you move to new jersey that's where i wanted to be at the time i wanted to be <laughs> i wanted to be on the east coast i like jersey i love jersey yeah i had friends that live there kind of a roommate house situation that I could kind of put up there. And I just, I really like Jersey. What are you still in Jersey now? No, I live in, I live in the Bay, San Francisco Bay area. Oh, you went back. Yeah. I'm in my, I'm living with my parents now. And then same I'm moving, <laughs> moving into a house with, with uh, my partner Izzy in like the next couple of weeks. That's exciting. It is. It's, and it's scary. It's very scary. Yeah. Well, I feel like, Nothing can really prepare you for that until you're there. And uh, and that makes it so much like that makes it so much scarier. But if you have good communication skills, you'll be fine. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, Uh, it's mostly money stuff. Yeah. Well, I honestly moving anywhere right now seems absolutely the worst. I can't, I I wanted to be here for like a year, maybe two. And now I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to leave. This is miserable. It's so bad. But anywho, so is this your full-time job doing like working at the sex shop? Yeah. I worked there. I worked there five days a week. That's crazy. You, I like only crazy because I'm thinking of the people who come in and the things that you must be exposed to. Yeah. I, I feel like I've worked a lot of retail jobs and people just love to share a lot of personal information that I simply didn't ask for. Uh-huh. And I can't imagine what that would be like in a sex shop. Yeah. No, yeah, def- for sure. Definitely. <laughs> for we sure. De- definitely. We, we get like like retail is retail no matter mm-hmm. what kind of retail you are but the mm-hmm. fact that we're a sex shop and smoke shop as well like mm-hmm. our regular customers are the best of the best and our problem co- customers are the worst of the worst yeah like it's a really uh the opposite of a bell curve um it's yeah really it's to both extremes yeah but yeah what are, what are some of the most egregious things you've seen customers do uh i had to kick out a masturbator <laughs> What was he in the aisles? So he came, we were kind of busy. He came out like came in late at night and he went behind the lube shelves for half a sec and then he went back to like the porn where we have like the DVD porn and the magazines. Yeah. And he was there for a while and he had his like one of his arms in his shirt. Oh, and I God. and he was he was making a mess. Like all the DVDs were everywhere, like on the floor. And I was like, hey man, we're closing soon. And you're making them like you're welcome to look through the stuff, but like you're making a mess that I'm going to have to clean up. And he mm-hmm. kind of aggressive being like, no, I'm going to clean it up. I'm a man. I'm going to clean it up. But as I'm talking to him, he doesn't have one of his arms like one because one of his arms is in his sweatshirt. Right. And I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, last time I saw this guy, <laughs> did he have two arms or am I being mean to an amputee? Oh, and, I, no. and I like couldn't put it together. And we kept watching him for a while and then there was one time where he like reached up high Mm -hmm. and so like his shirt came up a little bit and you could see his like his arm going from his shirt into his pants that's wild and yeah and we closed at 11 um and i like i still wasn't super sure it was like the cameras are are great but they're not that great like right i was like i could be mistaken i really try to give benefit of doubt as much as i can but so i went over and i was like hey we're closed you got to go. And then so he like left and he was like, I'm going to buy these six DVDs. And I'm like, all right. And then he tried to, he's like talking like he was still going to shop. And I was like, right. no, man, like you got to go. Right. He goes, you know what? Never mind. Take these DVDs, turn them sideways. And I could see where he's going. So I kind of smirked a little bit. And he goes, like, I started to laugh a little bit. And he goes, actually, I'm not going to give it to you like that because you probably like it. It's probably oh. a kink. And then he leaves. What in the hell? He's All funny. <laughs> He's a funny guy. There are clips of him on my TikTok in like one or two videos of him moonwalking. Oh my um, god. He he is he was lively. And then so yeah, so then he left. I locked the door behind him and he came back like 2 minutes later mm-hmm. to try and get in. The door was locked. He turned around and like donkey kicked the door, shattered it. No. Yeah. How strong is he? Or do you have shitty doors? A little bit of both. I mean, he he's like full crackhead, like oh, big into it. Big into it. One of his passions. That's that's it's nice to have a hobby. I mean, listen, his two hobbies are absolutely scarring you at your workplace and crack and crack. 
crack a cane. You know, like crack a cane. Wow. Okay. And I also saw a TikTok where you were talking about, and I want to like talk more about you and your whole like your journey through life, if you will. But I also, there was another TikTok that I was thinking about earlier today, because I think it's pinned to where you were talking about um, straight men in sex yeah. shops being tips, particularly tips the worst. Yes. Okay. So please share your tips for straight men as best as you can under remember them or whatever you, whatever you have on the top of your head. And also explain why they're the worst in, in sex shops, please. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I really like for the sake of a TikTok, like I'm going to make it more. Like, yeah trying to make it funny and kind of sh like you know shitting on it but it's like it is the vast majority of customers doing the most and really not being okay yeah in the store is straight men yeah don't embarrass your your girlfriend stop in a video i say like she's not saying your name over and over again because she's cheering you on right you're being embarrassing right i yeah. had to ask a guy recently to not lick stuff and he's not like a crazy, he wasn't a crazy what? person. He was just some random bro that thought one of the masturbators is really funny. So he's like, oh, I got to get a picture. And he like took a selfie, like licking like, it. Yeah. Licking, licking the box. That's also just like, just gross all around. Like, like why do are you we want to do that? I've never what? wanted to, to lick a public item, like an yeah, item no. that like so many people have touched nasty. Yeah. Don't open boxes. Mm -hmm. uh, people open boxes. I, there's signs everywhere that say don't open the boxes, but people don't read signs. Mm. But if I tell, if I walk up to someone who isn't a straight man, I go, hey, excuse me, please don't open the boxes. Um, if you want to take a look at something, we have display models. If we don't have a display model for that toy, we can bring it up to the front, put gloves mm -hmm. on and take a look at it. Most people go, oh, okay. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, like the shitty kind of straight dude will, will go, it was already open. Oh, for the love of God. And it's like, no, no, it wasn't. I watched you open it with my own two eyes. Yeah. And, ev and usually they like sometimes when they say it was already open, they mm -hmm. mean like the top flap was a little bit pried already. Right. She, and they're, they're like, like, it was open. Yeah. I'm like, no. that's not, that's not who, even if it was already open. Yeah, that's that doesn't not, change anything. That's you not still an invitation. Took it out. Yeah, and I also feel like, like you know, how there are people who say that um, you can tell who's worked in restaurants before. I feel that way about retail too. If yeah. I'm going to a store, like I worked in, like in a lot of clothing stores, especially in college, and uh, one of the places I worked was J Crew. Again, and that's another nightmare, which I will never revisit that ever. Uh -huh. I don't think I've walked in a J Crew since I worked there. But they have very specific ways to fold shirts and they stack them really tall. And so anytime I'm I'm shopping and I see like a stack of shirts, I am the most careful because I'm like, yeah. I know there's someone in the back who's going to have to fold all of this. And I don't want that for you. I don't yeah. want it for you. Yeah. And any mistake on this shirt means having to do redo all these. Shirts. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not fucking having it. I'm not having yeah. it. There's no amount of money that you can pay for me to just fold. Well, actually, no, there is a there is an amount of money that you can pay for me to fold shirts and refold them over and over again so that's literally yeah. what i did yeah, yeah. um but that, okay. that number is higher nowadays yes yeah. indeed it well you would hope but i actually don't really feel like like the number that it i don't know i just feel like no one's ever paid the amount of money that they should be but you yeah know, yeah that's neither here nor there um okay so we're talking about how straight men are particularly strange in sex shops i think they're <laughs> just like they're so embarrassed that they just big dick in in stores like that yeah most most like 
faux pas in a sex store that are not like, you know, crimes or shoplifting mm-hmm. or just like you are an asshole are yeah. like, are going to be coming from a place of nervousness or insecurity and like but it's like you know i try not to use the word insecurity at least in this context in a way that is is pejorative the right word in, in like a negative light because it's uh demeaning maybe i think pejorative is like um a, a grammat is it a, is that like a grammatical thing pejorative I- I asked you, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, you know. What? But I try to not use like because everyone's insecure, and when it comes to sex, I don't, I don't like, I don't care how sex positive, how how great you are with it. There is always going to be at least one piece that has a little bit of insecurity because it's mm-hmm. in, it's an inherently vulnerable thing. Yeah, vulnerability yeah. is where something is like that's where that little that that nerve is. Like, yeah. There's always going to be a piece of it, at least, that ha- that you have a little insecurity about. So it's like everyone's got one a little bit. So I try to not use that word when I'm talking about like a customer acting out, even a straight right. man acting out in a way that's like, oh, you're a piece of shit for having an insecurity. It's like, no, it's just, hey, man, go talk to your – just talk to your mom. You just, can talk just talk to your, to your mom. Just have a little sit down. It's fine. Just talk to Everything your mom. Everything will be okay. Talk to your mom. That's that's really good advice, I think, in general. Just go talk to your mom. It'll yeah, solve give her a, a chat. Lot. Give her a little chat. Give her a call. She's waiting. Um, Yeah, I also think part of it's there's so much shame around sexuality, too, that people don't, especially, I think, and it's all based on, like, media messages, but, and a lot of other things, but mostly media messages that if someone is going to be using a sex toy that they are not doing what they should be to mm-hmm. get this person to like finish or or whatever they're trying to do and so it's like this they i think there's sort of an inferiority complex a bit there too and i just like i want people to be able to look at at sex shops and like all of these other things that you can add to your sex life as just being like they're sprinkles everything yeah. else is great you just want like a little extra something yeah they're, it's to they're tools like yeah if someone like if someone's like a couple comes in and they're asking for toys and they're being really vague. I'm like, what are you trying to accomplish? What's missing? <laughs> you're trying to add what's existing. You're trying to supplement. Like mm-hmm. there's a goal you have here. And if that goal is just, we're trying to mix it up. Yeah. Great. But for some people it's like, we're trying to help with like certain amounts of stimulation or mm-hmm. overstimulation or, mm-hmm. or like erections and keeping them or getting them or whatever that may be. It's like, you have something that you want. Mm-hmm. I'm just I, the difficult part mostly is just getting them to tell that to me. Right. Right. Like I can't solve your problem if I don't know what it is. <laughs> right. Is there anything that's in the shop that you think is like severely underrated that everyone has to have? Dick pills from good companies. Oh, okay. What's a good company like from um, experience? Max Fuel mm-hmm. makes a drink. Mm-hmm. Is the one that I personally because there's you know there's a you go into a gas station you see like a thousand dick pills all from yeah. the, the Rhino company. There's a billion rhinos. The numbers on those packages don't mean anything. They might mean okay. a little something, but that yeah. something is unknown to us all and so tiny it doesn't matter. Right. It does. They they're like people will be like that one says twenty four, but that says eight thousand X. <laughs> And I'm just like, dude, it doesn't mean anything. No. And are they mostly just like vi- like supplements, like vitamin type situation and caffeine they, maybe? How how I say the analogy I use for people when I'm explaining it is like it just makes it, it like it's not something you take 
like you know molly or viagra where it's like yeah. it takes effect and you can feel like a come up right it just makes it so when you start your car you have a full tank of gas that's a really good analogy yeah so it's like feelings of arousal and blood flow and sensitivity but also like helps delay ejaculation a little bit if you'd like the biggest thing it does that's like measurable is it shortens the refraction period for men so it mm -hmm. makes it so it's easier to climax multiple times yeah for men like closer together um but yeah yeah and I, then they, I, they make them for women too i love that you used the refraction period look at you is that the right is that Big the right brain thing? it is yeah yeah so if anyone does not know um your refractory period is after um, you climax, how soon after you can essentially for men get hard for women like orgasm again. And women don't really have and when I'm saying women, I'm speaking more of like when you were born and someone looked at you and said, it's a girl, it's a boy. Obviously, however you identify is is your own business. But um, for vulva owners, they have like pretty much no refractory period. And for penis owners, you have you have a pretty significant one. So for some people, it could be like hours. And for some people, it could be like 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 And those, and those pills kind of sync it up. But as far as companies go, the, uh, there's a brand called Max Fuel that makes a, a sh like a liquid mm -hmm. that I personally like more than, than the pills. That's so interesting. That was like of all the things that could be in the shop, that was not what I would have expected you to, <laughs> to answer that with. In the store, they're not underrated, but I think in society, a lot of people think of them as this like kind of like snake oil, which if mm -hmm. it's from the Rhino Company, it kind of is. But yeah, if you look on the back of the packages for a lot of them, a lot of them have all the same stuff. Yeah. Horny, like horny goat weed and stuff like that. Right. Um, but it's just like people have a certain idea of them that is false. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you can super enjoy this. And this is one of those things that like, Toys are great. Um, toys are have like it's more common for a toy to be a means to an end. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the pills, or you've probably see on seen on TikTok, like the honey packets, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Those are more so like you can split this with your partner. There are some that are gendered, some that are not gendered very much, but like you can split the max fuel shot. You can split that with your partner mm -hmm. and it's just fun. It's not yeah. like I have to know a button to press. I have to know like this or that, or I'm trying to use it for this purpose. It's just uh, a little, a little, a little boost. different kind of fun. A little something. I, and if, I would imagine that even if the products are gendered, they probably work in a similar way. Like all of our genitals are the same stuff, just organized differently. And yeah split in utero at like mo mo most of the uh, gendered products in this, in the like supplement Mm -hmm. category are comp are only gendered by the marketing and that's yeah it. totally i 100 percent see that and it's even interesting because i didn't even realize until i started my own education and sexuality and whatever that vulva owners also have like you see the blood flow that would have been an erection if you had a penis like that's mm -hmm. a whole thing too and yeah. so i yeah i don't doubt at all that that would help really yeah. anybody that's so interesting that that's what you chose are there any like anything that is there anything that people buy that surprises you that like people buy very often shitty vibrators really yeah there's like there's certain toys certain vibrators that i'm like 
look, we have something else by at a similar price point. Yeah. That you just look at it. You can just tell like, it's better quality. Yeah. I'm not on the clock. So like when, you know, when I'm at work, you know, you try not to like actively bad mouth anything in the store. You just sure. recommend something else if you don't like this one. Mm-hmm. I hate the company screaming O. So oh, much. they make the cock rings. I've seen those they make before. Little cock rings, little little uh, little vibrators, little finger things. Yeah, the, those are not. A, that is not a toy you use for six months. That is mm-hmm. a toy you use once, if that. It, yeah. they, they break. They don't work. They. I hate that company so much. Yeah, they're garbage, and I also feel like they're not that differently priced than anything else. So I don't. They're, really they're not know. even incredibly affordable. Yeah, like if if it was super cheap and I'd be like like I would recommend them just to see if that's something that you're interested in investing in, fine, but I don't really think the the price discrepancy is enough to do that. Yeah, like if you're going to spend 20 bucks on something yeah, that takes batteries, we have $20 ones that take batteries from like reputable companies. Right. From right. companies that have great hardware, they're just making a like budget-friendly line. Mhm. What kind of companies do you like? Are there any that like stand out to you? Um, FemFun, F-E-M-M-E-F-U-N, mm-hmm. maybe another N. <laughs> um, FemFun has really good hardware. Um, I sell a lot of their, they're nicer. They're a little bit up there in price. Something mid-range is Vidu or Vido. Mm-hmm. I, I say both. It's V-E-D-O. Yep. Um, Vido has like a bunch of different toys with a bunch of different designs. Um, and I just, they're super easy to, to work. Mm-hmm. As far as like their button layout and whatnot, um, so I sell a lot of those because they're a good like medium price range with a lot of versatility and they're super user friendly. That's cool. Yeah. I feel like you have a lot of um, you have a lot more exposure to all of the stuff than most people would have, and I feel like now people are shopping a lot online for things like that so that you don't have to physically be there and the package gets to you and it's discreet and whatever. And I think that that you know shopping online is great it's very convenient but there's like any other in-person experience it's so much better to be in person and be able to like have a conversation about what you're getting and i like i haven't been to i've only been to one sex shop but several times and the people who work there are the nicest funniest most like chill people like they're not good like they're obviously not gonna make anything feel weird and i'm sure that you have that experience too but people get so nervous and there's nothing to be nervous about yeah yeah we're just like people will like sometimes give like a profuse thank you after a interaction sometimes and i I say it a little bit as a joke a little bit not but i go like it's they literally pay me to do it so So no problem that's so funny that honestly that's the biggest like thing that would get an employee like fired from my job Mm -hmm. like people at this at my specific store less so now but in the past there has been history of people getting away with a lot really real bad as long as they're great with customers interesting if like if you're if you really get work done you're always on time you stock stuff like you're great in a bunch of different ways Mm -hmm. but you're just kind of mean to customers and Mm -hmm. Like, don't use the right verbiage when talking to someone on, like, the sex shop side in a way that starts to become, like, a little bit crude or a little bit insensitive or kind of doesn't make them feel super comfortable. Like, that, like, has a much lower bar um, 
than a lot of other things that some would be, call like an employment faux pas. Faux pas. Yeah. I have. I don't use the word faux pas. I've used it twice in this interview. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that you're wanting to be fancy on this interview. You're, you're making me feel French. Oh my god, I love that. I don't. Well, sure. I don't know anything in French. So, how did you and Izzy meet? Tinder. No way. That's great. I feel like low key Tinder is the app that is the most like real life because in real life, if you were to see somebody that you thought was cute, literally the only information you have is we're in the same place and I'm looking at you physically and that's literally it. Yeah. And in, in, in my experience, and it's been a while, but in my experience, other like Bumble and stuff like that wasn't great for me. Yeah. No, I don't. I In general, I think there are some people who go on apps and their personalities like really carry over, carry over. And then there are some where that's just so not the case. And I could go either way. Sar yeah. Sarcasm doesn't carry over well. And that's always kind of an issue. Yeah, no, because on Bumble and Hinge, they have such like a, a big uh, emphasis on mm -hmm. like being able to put parts of your personality in your profile. Where yeah. on Tinder, it's like you can see pictures and a small bio. And mm -hmm. if it's a big bio, that's plenty information. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like there's a and so it's it ends up being more performative in in my experience that mm -hmm. with Bumble and Hinge you have all these different panels on your profile to try yes. and reel them in pre present yourself. <laughs> yeah. On Tinder it's a lot less and it's a little bit more brutal. Mm -hmm. Um and it's which it is, which dating <laughs> is oftentimes. How long have you guys been together? Two Years, yeah, over two years. We celebrated our anniversary a couple months ago. Oh, nice! Congratulations, two years. Two years is a, is a long time. Longest, longest relationship I've ever been in. Really? Yes, what What we, was your dating history like before? We beat out. We beat out a year and a half. Okay, the, but was the runner up. Got it. Okay. Okay. Did you date in high school, or did you kind of like date I, later? And I dated in high school. Okay. What I were did. you like in high school? Not great. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor of bad um i was by 16 i was pretty heavily into pills real drug addicted oh this real, is the worst kind of bad real good and uh, uh marin county if you don't know is a very very rich county in california in the san francisco bay area and that's where i grew up mm -hmm. as a at the time identifying straight but very clearly not but mm -hmm. straight white male in a very rich white privileged county mm -hmm. so my sense of empathy wasn't fantastic um i did really didn't have many consequences in my life right as evidenced by rampant drug use immediately mm. yeah um so no i wasn't great <laughs> oh god i was not I a fantastic high schooler <laughs> that's okay high school doesn't really mean anything and also now you're doing great look at you yeah i've uh, thank god Thank Thriving. the Lord. You pulled it together. You pulled it together. At least I tried to. Yeah. You're here. Everything's fine. Do people come into your job and like because they recognize you? People recognize me at my job. Mm -hmm. There are times where I'm like, it's clear that they were in the store and then and then noticed me. And there's a yeah. couple times where I'm like, after like you milled around for a while and then you walked up and we're like, hey, do you do TikToks? I love your TikToks. And then they yeah. left without buying anything. Those couple times I'm like, that's weird. Am I being, am I being egotistical <laughs> or did, did they come in here? Cause they were local and knew where I work. It hasn't been an issue yet. 
Yeah. It ha- I would say it happens like once a week. Mm-hmm. I'll get like recognized at work but, and no one's been like shitty or bad or terrible anyway. Like yet at least. It seems like most of people, most of the people that follow me are fantastic. Well, I think also like the content that you post who would come in and then like yell at you for that? You know, yeah, I don't think it, if if anyone were to cause a problem, it would be someone that is like chronically online, mm. someone that like doesn't transfer into real life. You know, people yeah. like leave a comment that's like they mean it in a nice way, but it's like that's not how you talk to people. Yeah, I understand. Actually, I had a um, there was there's a guy named Alan who follows me on Instagram. The man is my biggest fan. He's got to be like in his 60s yes. and he comments on so many of my pictures. And one of them recently was, you look great. Did you lose a bunch of weight? And I was oh. like, now hold on a second, Alan, because what the yeah. hell is that? Who does man. that? Yeah. That's well, crazy. I had, a, I had a similar thing. I got a DM and I, you know, I try not to talk about uh, like negative social media experiences in a way because, you know, people make mistakes, people make faux pas. But someone commented uh, or DM'd me being aware of, of, you know, my history of addiction. I'm three years sober now or Mm -hmm. three years clean from my from my drug of choice. Thank you. But they commented and they're like, hey, are you doing okay? It looks like you've lost a lot of weight. And I just, I responded, I said, hey, this is not an okay thing to say to someone you don't personally know. That's wild. Don't you just, handled that very well. Just don't, like, just don't comment on someone's weight. Yeah, I'm doing no. great, by the way. <laughs> Fuck. And I also feel like, in general, the parasocial relationship is always really weird. Like, I've had, there was, there's a few girls who have, like, keep tabs on where I am going. Like, if I say... I'm going to like, I had a friend from LA come here and do a comedy show. And I said I was going to be there and they like showed up to that. And then my boyfriend did another show and they like showed up to that. And it's like, it's a little too close and they DM me a lot. Yeah. No, when I first, when I had, like when I first was doing TikTok, I would like say where I work. I do not do that anymore. Yeah. No. It would not be that hard to find if you like, went through videos and and did some research it wouldn't be terrible but i try not to very like clearly and explicitly go this is this is the address of my workplace yeah yeah try not to do that it's not worth it it's not worth it it's scary i don't like that at all how does it feel to have people like know who you are like that when they do come up to you and they're not being scary fucked up feels fucked (laughs) so weird (laughs) if i yeah it feels it's a war, like I said in high school, wasn't a great kid, bad guy, <laughs> shitty. Um, and I was, I went to a, like an arts high school for mm-hmm. like acting. So, and then I went to like acting school, acting school after high school. So, baked into that is some sort of need for attention normally, mm-hmm. and and then baked into addiction is a inherent narcissism. Right. Like I, I do exactly what I want, and also I'm God. And so not so trying to not take part in any of those unhealthy thought processes while also mm-hmm. being successful on TikTok, I have to like I very often I'm trying to be like, make sure you're doing this in a way that you would do it on day one. Yeah. Like if yeah. someone DM'd you when you had 10 followers, re- 
like respond the same now as you would have then. Yeah. I, I had, um, an experience recently at a, and like an influencer party, which literally every single one of those that I've gone to is so horrifically boring, but whatever, it's good for networking. So I went to one of these parties last week and there was someone that I recognized from TikTok and I couldn't remember his name right away, but I saw him walk past me and I was like, oh my God, hey, I love your TikToks. And he looks at me and he just goes, thank you. And keeps walking. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, respect. That's James hilarious. <laughs> I wish it was James Charles. I wish it was James Charles. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you. And I was like, wow, okay. That's yeah. wild. I, and- I, I try to do the best to like make sure I ask their name. Mm-hmm. That I'm I'm gonna forget anybody's name, no matter the context. But I try my best to ask their name, and and even though they literally came up to be like, I like you and the thing that you do, yeah, I still yes. in my brain I'm like, don't make this conversation about yourself. <laughs> I understand. Now you're like overcorrecting, and now it's yeah, it's stressful. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather overcorrect in that direction. However, like yeah. I'll take it. I totally understand. I, I'm similar. I cannot fathom the idea of someone coming up to me thinking that I'm going to I don't know like not be nice I already get told that I have resting bitch face which is like fine whatever like I there's nothing I can really I lived in New York City for like 10 years I didn't have a choice so like you know that's fine but then I don't want people to feel scared to come up to me too if they want to say hi yeah but even saying that makes me feel like a yeah, because you're like, because I'm assuming anyone would want to say hi to me. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Like, and who the hell am I? Like, no, yeah. I will say, so my boyfriend was on the, sh- the show with me. He was on the circle too. And he played, I don't know if you, like, do you know how that show works at all? I, my girlfriend watches okay all the Netflix reality stuff. So I'm trying <laughs> to put it together. I'm like, okay, which one's the circle? Which one's the ultimatum? Which one's yeah. Love Island? The circle's not a dating show at all. It's a competition show. And gotcha, we gotcha. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't like meet each other in person. We communicate through this like whatever app essentially and, or like social media network type thing. And you can go in as yourself or you could go in as a catfish and pretend to be someone else entirely. He pretended to be a 62-year-old mother on the on the show. And um he like called himself mama carol all the time and that name really stuck and so when we are out people people recognize him way more than they recognize me and i think like you know whatever it doesn't really matter to me but when they say hi to him it takes him several seconds to realize who i am so i always have a little bit of like a a little balancing moment pretty much it's very humbling it's very humbling there was one time where someone flagged him down mama carol and he was like, oh, this is also Alyssa from the show. And they went, I don't think we got to your episodes yet. We, oh. both, start- we both started on the first episode. Yeah, I was like, you're on all the episodes, aren't you? And I was like, I was like, you're going to love it when you see it. You're yeah. going to love it. Yeah, it's I, gonna like, be great I don't know what to say. Yeah, you're going to love it on the rewatch. <laughs> exactly. It's so funny, but it's very humbling at the same time. Like, it's just, I don't know, very yeah. silly. Izzy, uh, Izzy, Izzy made a really funny joke in a similar uh, circumstance. We were we had just saw a, a concert and we were mm-hmm. outside talking to a couple friends and someone walked by and was like, hey, I love your TikToks. I hope you enjoy the show. And I was like, thanks. I did. Did you? And they said, yeah. And they walked away. Yeah. And Izzy also posts on TikTok. She has like 10K. She does it more so oh, for nice. fun. But she also posts on TikTok. So after they walked away, she like pretended to yell back. And I'm like, what about my TikToks? <laughs> it's, 
sister's and it's just like echoes through the hallway it's oh, so bad god. oh it's... my god i love her with all my heart She's so <laughs> oh god i love that joke i will say to john when when like things like that happen i'll just be like just living my everyday life with my famous boyfriend it's i know crazy yeah. it's like oh my god you're so famous <laughs> yeah it's so famous of yeah, you really wow. hyped him up yeah exactly and he's like literally shut up never talk to me again like, I get yeah, it. you're on the same show with me yeah no, yeah i get it i get it have your interactions changed with people that you have known for a while since you've no. gotten your old tiktok stuff no no the only thing i would say is like when a, there's like a if a moment happens at work mm -hmm. that is in view of the security cameras i've had like a friend of my like a like Haley or carla or jesse mm -hmm. or whatever will like make a joke about seeing me grab a pen to write down what time it is and what camera to go look up. <laughs> They're watching. It's your, it's how the sausage is made. They're watching. I know it it's like, cause that's like, you know, trying hard to not to be the, the kind of person that like everyone in my actual life has to feel like every moment's going to get farmed for content. Yeah. But also some of these people are great content. Right. And also, I mean, you're doing this at your job and, and that, those TikToks do really, I mean, they do really well from what I've seen. So, you know, whatever. You're making your job much more fun that way. Yeah. Uh, unrestricted access to the security cameras at work. Wild. Has, <laughs> is responsible for 250,000 of my followers, I would say. That's crazy. Wait, so explain a little bit about what you do with the security cameras for anyone who hasn't seen you before. Like what those we have, are like. We have security cameras and the monitor is you know at the counter and so us behind the counter we're watching the security monitors because theft is a big problem people opening boxes uh you know we just we're watching the cameras um and we just have unrestricted access to them so whatever clip it may be whether i'm doing a captain's log or uh a hide and seek video that i do sometimes <laughs> i can just pull up a camera and just rip that footage onto my phone super easy Wait. and something something about the it being security footage yeah i feel like they do well because it feels more authentic well it is like it is actual security footage right like when it's you're talking like into your phone people are going to be even if it's not like fully consciously like subconsciously they're aware yeah. this person decided to press record in this moment whereas mm -hmm. security cameras even if i was like a captain's log doing that footage yeah. on purpose like it's fully scripted or whatever mm -hmm. it being security footage security footage i feel like makes it seem more authentic or feel more authentic yeah i agree i think a lot about that when i think about people who have like couples accounts and post like they're like dates and stuff i'm like that's so crazy that you're spending time with your partner and you're just putting a phone somewhere and filming you guys like eating spaghetti like that's so weird to me yeah. like i would never in a million years want to do that yeah there's there's one couple like couples tiktok account that mm -hmm. i don't remember their names if i did i probably wouldn't say it because i don't want to be mean yeah but i have such a huge issue with them they're i feel like i already know they're really they cutesy are. they're yeah. really cutesy but like a lot of tiktok couples every video is like today i'm gonna prank my girlfriend by pretending to be angry at them i'm yes. like you know that's also called abuse that's also True. fully just emotional abuse yeah for this video i'm gonna spend a week calling them by a slightly different name till yeah. they go fucking crazy and think they're overthinking yeah. something i'm like that's that that is great <laughs> like i hope to god every single one of those videos is entirely staged and they're both great actors because that's not okay 
I think a lot of them are completely staged because I think like, well, I guess it depends on their communication skills. Because realistically, if I, if there was a problem, like if, if I was suddenly just pretending to be mad at John, he'd be like, whoa, like what is going on? Like, let's talk about it. Like, do we need to go on a walk? Like there would be like some communication there based on we've been dating for over a year so that we know how to do that. I think it's very strange when people are especially like married couples who do stuff like that. And I'm like, there's no way, there's no way that this is how you're reacting to something like that. It's just, that's yeah. so strange. Yeah. It boggles my mind. It's, it's hard. So I like, yeah, it's important to me to not make all my content. I work at a sex shop because mm -hmm. if I ever stop working at my sex shop, I, I need to be able to still make content Yeah, because um, I love doing it. I, yeah. I love it so much. It's so fantastic. <laughs> um, and so like to have a like the whole account, the main account is based on your relationship to a person or even to like a pet or something. I, I, that puts me on edge because I'm like, everything ends. Everything <laughs> ends. Uh, what's going to happen to you? No. Okay. I need to tell you about everything ends. My grandmother, who's 85, she's an 85-year-old Italian woman. Nice. She's just like depressing to be around. <laughs> and one of the things that she says to me all the time is, everything ends like no no you're Christ. a fucking downer literally not what the hell it's like eight in the morning and she'll she'll be like looking at pictures like group pictures that are old and she'll be like everyone in this is dead no no i'm trying to catch a buzz dude. oh my god it's wild so everything ends was a hilarious thing to say that's funny but yeah so what do you want to is there anything that you want to branch out into on your TikTok and your content that you haven't branched out into yet? On my TikTok, I don't know. Branching out and that I'm trying to do right now is one the podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, I have me and Izzy are going to put together a podcast. Do you know the podcast Pen Pals? No, what is that? So, it's these two comedians, Rory Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. I love their podcast, and I just saw Rory Scovel do his stand up live on the 25th like a couple days ago and it was so fucking funny oh god it was so hilarious rory <laughs> if you ever hear this i love you with all my heart <laughs> and i'm copying their podcast their podcast people write in they have pen pals and they talk about it me and izzy are gonna do a uh, like a a call-in style podcast we have yeah. this bear phone that we thrifted in portland that we love love it so we're gonna use that either fully like using it or as a uh, as a prop Mm -hmm. So I mean, we're going to do that podcast. That's like a call in series. And before we get to there, I'm starting a podcast that I call um, Have We Met, where it's an interview series with people that I know very well. The first episode is uh, my younger brother. And oh. the whole the whole point is we spend time le like leading up to the interview, coming up with questions um, for each other that we don't know, despite knowing each other very well. That's a great concept. I'm just really proud of the name. Have we met? I was, so, I, was, I, was in, I was in the shower and outlet. I said, Jack, you scared. <laughs> I get I get a lot of my best ideas in the shower, too. Um, oh, that so reminds I literally had one today for a TikTok that I needed to write down that you just reminded me to write down. Okay, good. Write it down. Write it down. I'm going to write it down right now. I'm going to tell you what I'm writing. Down. It's going to make no sense. TikTok ideas note. Babies named Stephanie. <laughs> God, I can't wait to see it when it comes out. I'm going to be like, what in the hell? 
it might not transfer. We'll see if the joke actually comes across. Okay, we'll see. Well, we're like we're almost at an hour, and I like I enjoy hot damn so much. I know hot diggity damn hot diggity damn. Well, I ask everyone who comes on the podcast what their best dating advice would be. Is there anything that sticks out to you? The the real answer that is like not great advice because it's hard to accomplish, but as of like do what you can to make everything low stakes because oh. whenever because if the first date or the second date or getting a certain text or a certain call or how conversation going a certain way if any of that is high stakes you are almost incapable of coming across authentically or mm-hmm. just being with the person or just being in the moment and that's how that person gets to know you and if they want to be with you um yeah so the main thing is like uh, just like, you know, that thing of like, you know, you're dating and you really want to find someone and you try, no, that didn't work out. And you try this person and and that didn't work out. And then you mm-hmm. see this person for a couple months and that didn't work out. And you're at your wits end and you're like, I'm done. Yes. I'm absolutely <laughs> done. And then you're married nine months later. Like, yeah. That's and that's so the thing true. is like, because you got to a point where it was low stakes because you were no longer trying for anything. Yeah. Okay. They're blowing my mind because the low stakes, like that is such a good way to put it. That's great. I love that. If if everything's riding on anything, you know, Mm -hmm. don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like if everything is riding on a certain moment, odds are that moment is not going to be your best. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's great advice. I have one last question for you you specifically because of your expertise and whatever. Okay. So if someone went on a date and the person, like, let's say it's like fourth, fifth date, or maybe they're like just started dating. They go to a sex shop. What would be a red flag and what would be a green flag? As far as behavior or purchases? Either. Actually. So like you're on a date with someone. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Okay. You're on a <laughs> date with someone. This is the date. And they this go. Is- this is they part go, of the date. Let's go to the sex shop. Well, maybe it's like maybe it's like an adventurous date. Like let's okay. like spice it up. Let's like go together. We'll pick something. Okay. Oh, be a red <laughs> flag. Opening boxes. Yes. <laughs> Stealing. Licking boxes. <laughs> Licking boxes. Sure. Um. Gosh, what would be a red? To me, that whole thing is very like. It's the difficult whole for that whole thing not to be a red flag. If I'm on a first date with someone, my first date with Izzy was very close to my my job. Yeah. If she had been like, hey, there's a sex shop around here. Do you want to go? I'd be like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, no, I would never accept that on a first date. But if you're <laughs> if you're like dating, it's like, but it's new and you want to be adventurous and this would be something that you could like do together. I mean, it would probably be the same red flags as anything else with sex. So like if they mm-hmm. if if they're saying statements not asking questions we're getting that we're getting that not, yeah what do you want do you want that stuff like that yeah or um if they just if they're just swinging for the fences mm-hmm. if they're like i'm gonna get the biggest the biggest dildo or the right. biggest most powerful vibrator or whatever it is <laughs> yeah like oh this person is it's 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 the same energy of like you know, like high school or college dudes that have only watched porn and just treating a clitoris like it's like it's a bowl of mashed potatoes. <laughs> like a bowl of mashed potatoes. All I was yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah, yeah. <laughs> all I was thinking about was with the giant dildo. Like that man doesn't care about my internal organs at all. No, he doesn't understand them. <laughs> he does 
That's true. He doesn't know where they go. He doesn't know where they go. Like, all, all of a woman's internal organs are in <laughs> columns right here. And then her vaginal canal goes up Just, to like about her collarbones, right? Yeah, exactly. This is perfect. Yeah. I That's love the that. layout. That is the layout. Very um, open I, floor plan. Um, <laughs> I'm a sex educator and I can confirm that that is, that is actually the layout. It's yeah, you've gotten the x-rays. Exactly. I have the proof. I've read the labs. Anyway, it was so nice to talk to you. I And you. I love having these conversations because I always feel like when I'm watching somebody's content and then meeting them in person, it either goes one of two ways. And I feel like you have a lot more calm energy than not that I thought you were going to be like nuts, but you have such like a calming energy. You're very chill. Woo! Fuck yeah! <laughs> Let's go. We're going to Vegas. <laughs> It's fine. I didn't need my eardrums. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I love having you on. You're welcome to come back anytime. And I'm so excited to like keep up with all these exciting new projects you have. Do you want to plug anything? My I mean, mom you should. heard me yell and came to check on me. <laughs> okay. Um, plug, plugs, plugs, plugs. Um, if you, yeah, I'm on TikTok. That's where I do most of all my stuff. Uh, my my handle is Lil Chomp. That's Chomp spelt with a zero. All of my links are in in my bio there. I have an Instagram. I should put my my Twitter in there, but I don't. I'm not very active on Twitter. Um, but if you want to follow me on TikTok, all of my forthcoming projects are going to be coming out soon. You know, the soonest will be the the first episode of Have We Met. After that, probably the uh, the call in podcast with Izzy. Um, I have plans for um, a YouTube channel series where I give something I've never done, you know, the old college try, like mm -hmm. playing around a golf or uh, putting together a five minute stand up set or something that I'm scared to do that I'm going to fully and earnestly try to do. <laughs> I um, love that. Yeah. Or uh, and then after that, this is, I, I try not to say any projects like that aren't like concrete yet, but now I'm just yeah. doing it. So the YouTube channel and then after that are. Uh, a book of poetry and a book of short stories that I have in my back pocket. You're very busy. I am not. What's to do? I'm not. All these <laughs> all these things are probably months, months in between. And uh, all the work that's been done on them was done a long time ago. <laughs> that's okay. You're pulling it together and that's exciting. I'm excited to see all of it come to fruition. You have lots to do. You have lots of projects to work on, so I'm not going to hold you any longer. But I appreciate you coming on. I'm not doing any of them right now. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, we are always accepting questions about sex ed, about relationships, life advice. We will accept it all. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email to alyssaexplainsitallpod at gmail.com.